Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am one of the people that woke up at 5 a.m. to watch Perth. Uh, this is the Elimination Chamber Rundown. This is the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast. People have been asking me to be the best in the world. Why, Eddie, why? I'm Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're back, baby. We are oh, back. Man. And uh, one of us did wake up at 5 a.m. to watch uh, Perth, the chamber. One of, us woke up, one of us woke up at 5 a.m. The other one was in the back smoking a joint with Bengay. <laughs> and you know. I find, it, I, find it, I find it funny that, like, I find, I, I'm calling it Perth more. Like, I call it Perth more than I call it the chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it just felt like Perth was a more interesting word. Yeah, like Perth I mean, just comes off like I watched Perth. You know, what I'm yeah, it was a, it was a Perth show. It was a Perth show. It was a Perth. It was the Chamber, but it was it was a Perth show. You know, like if none of the negative stigma of Saudi Arabia was was there when they do the Saudi shows, oh, you know, I watch the Saudi John. You know what I mean? If it had no negative stigma. You'd be like, you yeah. know, it's already, it's already drunk. Yeah, I mean, technically, that's yeah. it's what it was. I watch Perth, man. I watch Perth. But I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's and your boy, is, Dangerous Duke. And this is the Elimination Chamber review, ladies and gentlemen. We skipped the uh, we skipped the the, the the women's tag match. We It was in the kickoff, but it wasn't really part of the show. So we figured we'd just we'd scoot right past that one real quick. The people you thought were going to win won. Um, but Andy looked cool, and you know it was what it was. Um, Perth. I feel like every all pod. Yeah, (laughs) every time somebody Australian pops up, we just gotta go Perth. Perth. Um, so let's let's go in order. Uh, first, of course, they started with the Chambers match, the Chambers match, the women's Chamber match, Mm -hmm. and I feel like. This match may or may not have been better than the last one. Was this the better chamber for you? Of the women's chambers, I would say yes. This was a little more put together than. Do you think this was the best women's chamber you've ever seen? Um, I would have to go back and watch them, but off the top of my head, I feel like I could probably give it to them that this was the best women's chamber. I thought it was very impressive. I thought they added some new features to the chamber that made it more interesting that the women didn't use, but um, adding the mics, adding the cameras inside, very cool choice. I felt like they could have probably worked that a little more, Um, but I like that addition to the chamber. As far as chamber upgrades in itself, yeah, um, it, was it was very good. But I thought the women did fairly well. I think they did better than the men as far as the choreography. Oh, that sounds nasty, but <laughs> but the choreography, as far as like the moves, as far as what they did in the ring, what they did with the match, how they. Uh, reinvented stuff, made stuff new, and just added a lot more character to everyone in the cell. I feel like it raised more names. Um, what were your highlights? I agree with you that it kind of raised stock in people a little bit. Um, 
For sure, I think the one person whose stock went through the roof was uh, Tiffany Stratton. Mm-hmm. Because Perth was like on fire for her from the moment mm-hmm. her music hit, the t- whole time she was active in the chamber, Tiffy time was alive and well in Australia. It was on fire, man. Yeah, like it was alive in Perth. Perth was feeling it. Tiffy, um, Tiffy is uh she's undeniable, man. She's undeniable. Yeah, she's the, she's the next big thing. I mean, she, she look, she just might be. And then considering everything she did in that chamber, that little that Swanton spot off the top. And then, you know, Liv getting her little extreme moments in, Naomi doing some cool stuff. It mm. was it, it was a fairly good chamber match, if I don't say so myself. Yeah. How do you feel about, uh, well, for anybody that didn't know, Lynch and Naomi started. Um, there was Stratton, there was Morgan, there was Rodriguez, Belair, I feel like came out last. Mm-hmm. That was the order. Um, Naomi beat Stratton, uh, then Stratton. Oh, Naomi was beaten by Stratton. Naomi lost first. Was that surprising to you, or did you feel like, eh, well? No, it's not. And it's and the reason I tell you this is because you started off with your two seasoned veterans, you know, naturally. Mm-hmm. Becky and Naomi have very good chemistry, can set pace. So you're going to start it with them. Then you bring in the young blood, Tiffany Stratton, Liv Morgan, Raquel. You bring everybody in the to all these moving parts. That's true. They're kind of above the rest of that roster and experience. Yeah, and then Naomi being the first one to go by the young blood, that wasn't a surprise for me. You know, I did say during the match, damn Naomi, you came back just to be the first one out in the chamber. But Yo, that was my only thing, right? But it was still still very good. I like the I like the structure. I like how they positioned everybody. It made sense. It felt like it was where they needed to be. So mm-hmm. I don't have any too many complaints about the match. Or the I order. thought I thought everybody got their stuff off. Um, I felt like all the really I don't want to say young because I and and a, you would put Liv Morgan as more experienced than Bianca Belair, but I feel like all the people that really needed to raise their stock rose their stock in this match. Yeah. Stratton did extremely well. Um, as well as I knew she was going to do. At this point, I feel like she's like a, I don't know, man, like a like a Kurt Angle, the way she's just adapting so well, so cleanly. Mm-hmm. Um, she rose stock. Of course, Liv showed why she was a former world champion, did much better than I expected her to do, I'll admit. Um, Raquel did much better than I expected her to do. I'll admit, still didn't want her to win, still very happy that she didn't, but she was very impressive. And I'm cool with what if that's her new look, if there's a character behind that that isn't too uh generic, I'm fine with her and like wrestling that style in the ring more. It was very aggressive. Felt like they got some good spots off that spot with Liv jumping off the cell, um, and that kind of sit down splash on Rodriguez to mm-hmm. get away from Becky and Stratton. They had a lot of good spots, man. I felt like they they did a lot of a lot of good delivery all the way up until maybe the end spots. Did you have any gripes with how they pulled that off? Oh. Me personally, I felt like ah. That was kind of like 
it was kind of a cheap it was kind of like a cheap way to get that off at the end because having Morgan take out Bel Air so fast just to run into and I mean not that Liv didn't put on an amazing performance, right? Because Liv's going back to back with the with the code breakers and the backbreakers and uh she like I like we said, very impressive. But to pull like this ultimate stretch out and kind of come up on a win for Bel Air just to turn around right into the the man slam was like, ah man, that was kind of it's kind of a gimme at the end there. Uh, yeah, that was probably the only gripe. And for me, it was like if in both chamber matches, it mm. felt rushed. It was a gimme. It felt like a gimme at the end. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, you know, they still did good. Endings aside, you know, mm-hmm. nothing's ever going to be super perfect in a chamber match. So, I mean, it is what it is. And at the end, I feel like we got the best case scenario. In a way, if that makes sense. Because I feel like... There was nobody else in the chamber that could have went on to Mania aside from you know who. Yeah. I mean, it was the lesser of the two debatable evils. Yes. Um, that, and that's that's where we're at with it. How confident are we that Bianca's still gonna get Jade? Because I feel like now it's gonna be it might be her and Stratton. Uh, no, I, I, no, I feel like it could still be Bianca and Jade. I feel like this Raw and these next few episodes of Raw would be a very telling story as to who Jade is going to get. Because I feel like we're going to get an appearance. We're going to get a call out. And it's going to be kind of like, you know, I want the best of the best. And the best is going to be Bianca. So I feel like that's still the I, that's still the match that's going to happen at some point. That could be roughly the promo too. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Of just uh, I want the best, and then of course the EST comes out. Yeah, like I, I want the biggest, I want the fastest, I want the strongest, I want the best of the best of the WWE. Cute. I want Bianca Belair. And I mean, they already built that moment. Well, maybe it'll be Naomi and Stratton. I feel something coming because I don't know if I don't know how they work all this into a women's memorial. I would imagine they're gonna do a women's memorial battle royal. If not, like I said, maybe a tag team memorial for the women's titles or a shot at the women's tag titles because I feel like they're pushing. I was wondering why they weren't pushing Shayna. And it feels like they're pushing the chemistry between Shannon and Zoe Stark. And they're starting to form their women's tag. So maybe that results in some of this. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But it, it, it is it is interesting to see where, like, we, we had that cliffhanger before of where these other dominant women are going to end up on the card now that clearly it's going to be Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley. Yeah. But um, only time will tell. Do you see? Do you see Becky going over before we move on? Is Becky beating Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania? Or is this just another match on the belt? I, I made this phrase a long time ago, and I'm sticking to it. This is just another mommy effect. Ooh, just another, just another mommy effect. No, I'm with you. 
I'm with you. I, I fully hope this is just more of the mommy effect and she she kind of eats her alive. Um, moving on, we got, speaking of tag titles, Judgment Day versus the New Catch Republic. I thought they were just going to be, you know, uh, one of their previous names, you know, Big Strong Boys, or I, you probably can say that, but they were going to be some iteration of British Strong Style. Uh, I like New Catch Wrestling. Or New Catch Republic. How do you feel about New Catch Republic? I mean, the team itself was good. The names got to grow on me a little bit, but I the get it. It's a, it's a nod to you know their their home roots. It's a nod to how they came up. So I'm not. It's not the worst name they could have come up with. It really isn't. Real quick, what do you think of No Quarter Catch Crew? I like the like name No Quarter Catch Crew. I feel like that's too much. It's too much, right? It's just not catchy enough. It's just yeah. new catch republic. I don't doubt that. It it, it, it kind of rolls off the tongue a little easy. It, it sounded kind of Star Warsy to me at first. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But when you sit and yeah. let Episode it linger seven, for a little new catch bit, republic. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it works. It's it's not the worst name they could have made. No, nothing. Nothing. Uh, that that uh, that that name aside, that needs improvement. They did a. They had a great match. I felt oh, like. Yeah. Um, Dom doing the intro for Judgment Day was genius. How how awesome is it that he can be booed even in mommy's home country? Mm-hmm. Like he's hated everywhere universally. Not even by association can save you. Not That's either. so funny. I thought they booed harder than most of the Americans. Yeah, like, it was did. so deafening. It was great. It was a great spot for Dom. I felt like everybody did exactly what they were supposed to do. It felt like very classic-y, very classic tag match. But but at the same time, it had all those great classical elements of the the bad manager getting kicked out after saving them a couple times. And they do just enough that they edge it out just by that good tag team timing at the end to steal a win away. I thought they did fantastic. I thought both teams did amazing. I think the tag teams division are striving right now. Maybe not as much as last year, but then again, those guys main evented WrestleMania. Um, but I feel like I feel like the tag division for the men is looking amazing, and they're just gonna have to try and to maneuver a way that it doesn't feel like the mommy effect for the Judgment Day tag. So that they eventually are able to lose them to WrestleMania. They got to find a tag team that doesn't feel just short of enough. You know what I'm saying? They rekindled DIY, but I felt like even DIY was like just short of enough. Just like these two coming back. Everybody loved to see Pete Dunn get his name back. It's great Tyler got called up. They're very impressive. They look great together, but they felt just short of enough. I feel like you could still get it done with DIY. You just need to incorporate truth a little bit more, or you could even get it done with the new catch Republic and have truth kind of intertwangle with them. You feel like point. truth needs to be at the forefront though. Of yeah. Those yeah, titles truth, changing hands. yeah. Truth needs to be the common, um, the, the common denominator. Truth needs to be involved in some way, shape or form for them to lose the titles. And mm-hmm. I feel like it'll make it more believable. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that aside, the match, tag match itself was great. 
like you said, it was a very British strong style between uh, Dunn, Bate, and Balor. Priest mixing it in with a little bit of his own flair at the end there. Mm-hmm. I have no complaints. Um, right people won, my opinion. Match was decent enough. I I liked it. A lot of people, a lot of people were kind of on defensive. Like they didn't really give it as high of a grade as I thought they should have. They gave it decent grades, but not a high enough one. I thought the match was a lot better than people rated it. So did I. So did I. I, I watched it start to finish. It was very thorough. There wasn't many botches. It was always impressive. It was surprise. It was fast paced. It was went longer than I thought it would too. Grand and everybody it was only four matches. Yeah, and everybody, but everybody got their stuff in like it it didn't feel too long mm-hmm. you know it didn't feel too long it felt like it was a roller coaster the entire ride through yes i'm not mad at it people gotta give it more of a more of a shot i mean i think it might just be because of the again that that predictability of yeah, you know this, this building these guys up to show. just to just not be not be there and we know that it's the last show to mania so i guess we you gotta you gotta appreciate it from you know take the matches at this standpoint but not everybody's gonna be like that true um the halftime show i was glad they didn't put this at the end of the show Um, (laughs) but the halftime show the grayson waller effect uh co-hosted with austin theory they featured seth rollins and cody rhodes and um Were you expecting Cody to call out The Rock for a one-on-one match? Did you feel like that was the way this story was leaning? Is this our vehicle to the triple threat, or are they just going to have Cody beat both these guys? Like, what's what's happening here? Oh, see, now I'm. I feel like I'm taking the bait and being tugged a little bit. I feel like they want like this is a trap, right? Like this is clearly not. I really hope it's not. I don't want to see... I, as Not to say Cody versus The Rock is going to be a bad match. Because it won't. But this is... Great. I feel like I don't... I feel like I'm in the majority here with wrestling fans when I say I don't need to see Cody versus The Rock night one and then see Cody versus Roman night two. Do you think they're going to do it night one? Well, when else would you do it? I don't know. I I don't it, know. It, it can't be Cody versus Roman night one and but then Rock versus Cody turn, night two. Though. That's such a turn, though, to be like, so the way right, I, instead of having Roman pull double duty on both of them, we're going to have Cody pull double duty on both of them? Look, the way that Bro, I think it's going to happen. Cody beating the Rock night one. I mean, listen, we're going to be at night one, so they do Cody versus Rock night one. I'm not going to be mad about being there to experience it, but what a loop to throw Cody. I I tell you what. Yeah. I would not be surprised if it's more than one person pulling double duty for WrestleMania. More than one. You're out of your mind, man. Look, hear me out. out Cause I'm still, I'm still on the fence and I still believe that it could be a tag team match. Rock and Roman versus Cody and Seth night one. And then night two, you have Cody versus Roman. And then you do Seth versus Drew. I still feel you could have two. You could have three guys pull double duty 
Well, the you know what the great thing is is that I have no clue. I have no clue how they're gonna. Neither turn this do thing I. Out. And I mean, Rock, even Rock in the beginning, like night one, after everybody was like, "Wait, no, we don't want this," and they blew Rock out the building, right? Even Rock, the next, the first time he addressed the the swerve, was like, "We're playing the long game." So I don't know what they have as the long game. But I mean, I gotta admit, they've. I'm I'm too invested now at this point because I mean, I'm not sure where it could go. Yeah, unless if they're Cody's, really, yeah, unless they're really, really doing the long game and bringing Rock in for something like a SummerSlam or maybe well, that next was, year's Mania. Ironically enough, that was Sam Roberts' idea was that maybe they do. Sam Roberts has the idea that uh, Rock will beat Cody. I mean, that Roman will beat Cody, and uh, it'll be Rock and Roman at some point, and then no, it'll be Cody beating the Rock again at some point, and that'll be the changing point that leads to Rock versus Roman at a WrestleMania, maybe the year after. So maybe Cody winning a Survivor Series preview prior to um, prior to that next Mania. That was Sam Roberts' idea. Now, I, I, I'm on the fence, so you really can't ask me. I want Cody to finish his story, but at the very same time, I for selfish reasons, also want Roman to break the record for the longest reigning world champion. Yeah. So to me, either way, I am getting some form of Cody, Rock, Roman, Seth, all mixing it up towards and or at WrestleMania. Win-win situation for all of us, in my opinion. Um, but I, I think that's the beauty of it is that we have no idea where they're actually going to take this. Is and it going to hit them on a, ran, a random Monday night? Is it going to be a Friday night prior? Is it going to be the Friday night before WrestleMania? Is it? Gonna, I, I don't know. I don't now, know. see, I this is this is this is what makes us nervous. Mm-hmm. But we haven't been nervous in a long time for unpredictable reasons. Mm-hmm. This is a yeah. this is a good thing. Because how often are you able to stump us as wrestling fans and as and as like stutes of the game? Mm-hmm. This is a good thing. And I'll tell you, it wasn't the only swerve of the night. Um, check over to the men's elimination chamber. I will say I felt, even though I felt the women's match was better, I do feel like both matches were great. I feel like both matches did exactly what they were supposed to do and went exactly how I thought they were supposed to go up until, again, the ending couple things that kind of threw me for a swerve. Uh-huh. Um, so they have McIntyre and LA Knight start the match. Uh, Kevin Owens, shout out to Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. I feel like those two made the match better. Mm-hmm. I feel like they did nothing but make the match. See, this is why, as much as people were upset that it wasn't going to be LA Knight for the U.S. title, I don't. I I thoroughly disagree. Like, take a back seat. I don't care about your opinion for this one. Kevin Owens and Logan Paul are perfect for each other. They are like born to be enemies. 
both their characters mold perfectly into each other because Kevin and Logan made that chamber. Logan with the marker, Kevin with his like just being insanity. out of control. Kevin being insanity, being insane and out of control. Um, both the spots were amazing. But like we said, LA Knight and uh McIntyre started, then Owens, Lashley, Orton before Paul. Not what I thought was gonna happen. Mrs. Jabra called Paul coming last though. So I guess it's 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 uh I guess she's getting more of an IQ than me these days. But they put Orton in, then they put Paul in, and then slowly everybody starts to fall. Lashley first. I want to say Lashley was probably the most predictable one to go first, Mm -hmm. Um, which is wild to say about Bobby Lashley. But let's face it, nothing about his arc is pointing to heavy WrestleMania main event status, right? No. So he gets eliminated by McIntyre. Then McIntyre eliminates LA Knight. Oof, that hurts some people. But (laughs) McIntyre eliminates LA Knight via the help of um, TNA alumni, AJ Styles. Yeah. Coming in out of nowhere before they close up the before they close up the elimination chamber on Lashley flies in steel chair and takes out LA Knight. He's right for the picking from Drew McIntyre. And I will say the story of this chamber probably was a reverse of karma, but we'll get to that later. So LA Knight eliminates Lashley. LA Knight takes out, um, I mean, McIntyre eliminates Lashley McIntyre eliminates Knight via the help of AJ Styles that connects AJ Styles to LA Knight that, before um fun fact before uh before this even happened before this show even started probably a few weeks ago maybe a few maybe a month or two ago i had an epiphany that it was going to be la knight and aj styles just for the linear fact of aj's story that nobody was paying attention to mm-hmm. people seem to forget that the main reason AJ had a gripe with LA Knight is because he kept getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And me seeing how they clearly were not going to leave AJ off of WrestleMania had called that it was going to be AJ and LA Knight. So anybody, again, upset about LA Knight not doing the US title, forget you guys. He just got practically the Undertaker at WrestleMania. That is the biggest win you can get outside of a championship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there is no other force that big and respected that everybody wants to be in the ring with that can be so good they don't need a belt at WrestleMania. If there's somebody for that, it would be AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Um, so LA Knight gets AJ Styles. McIntyre eliminates LA Knight. Now... After that, Orton goes on a run. Orton eliminates Kevin Owens, then eliminates Logan Paul as Logan Paul was going for his uh, brass nut spot, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, what was your reaction to that? That hilarious, like brass nut spot of Paul just doing this stupid. Yeah, yeah, doing the like the ah. 
Uh, like, bro, if you're going to stand there for eight minutes and do a little Kamehameha, yeah, yeah, you, you got to be expecting. You're going to do your little Green Lantern pose. You know something. You know Randy coming out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, Green Lantern That's what it pose. was, though. It was like this Green Lantern. Uh, <laughs> like, I had to read As soon as the hand comes back down, you go, boom. Boom. That was funny, yeah. though. It was. It, it was, was a great spot. It was very comical. I thought it was again like these are Logan Paul and and Kevin Owens kind of making making all the really funny parts of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, they work so well together, and maybe it was their chemistry that threw me off to the moment after Randy Orton eliminates Logan Paul, RKO out of nowhere. Logan Paul, huge pop. Paul is out. Owens is out, and I found it funny saying to myself, oh, man, Owens went out, and they kind of left the door open for a minute, but Logan Paul didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Then Paul gets eliminated by Randy, and I go, I guess they did enough at the beginning for it to just be to build up to Paul versus Owens. I guess there's there's not going to be a spot with the And then before I know it, Logan Paul takes a swipe at Randy Orton. Noxing clean out right for the picking again for Drew McIntyre. McIntyre wins via help from Logan Paul. And suddenly, plot twist, it looks like a triple threat for the U.S. title with Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. And, and again, what a score for Logan Paul to be tied between two of the very and Randy Orton, the living legend, legend killer, and Kevin Owens, the man that went one-on-one with Stone Cold Steve Austin to close out of WrestleMania. I mean, what better pick for a U.S. title match? I feel like that's probably the most anticipated I've ever been for a U.S. title match at WrestleMania. Yeah, like they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna take the house down. Like they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna deliver on a on a, on a whole that, nother level. That. I'm calling it now. On on today's date, mm. when this airs, 227, 2024, mm. minute 31. <laughs> that may be the match of the night for WrestleMania. That may be the match of the night. That may be match of the I'm night. I'm calling it now. I'm I'm Babe Ruth. I'm calling my shot. I'm pointing at the fence. That's gonna be a match of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just have too many great working factors. You got a young kid that can do anything. You got Kevin Owens and Randy Orton, who are two masterminds of making matches and putting great spots together. Randy can Randy doesn't have to do too much, but he can be just effective enough. You know, it, it's going to be it's going to be incredible. Gonna and be incredible. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you this: if it's a triple threat, I don't give I don't give a rat's ass who wins. I really yeah don't. yeah that I really too. Don't. I don't care who wins either. Could you imagine? You know what's funny? I, I don't care who wins, and I think it'd be even better if Logan Paul comes out as still champ. I don't expect him to, but it would make me even it would it would it would pop me personally if he found a way to get out of that. Because you know what that would would remind me of is just some low ball, um, old school Seth, old school Randy Orton stuff. Yeah. Where he they they put because because it was classic with Randy and Seth where they would put them in these situations and Edge 
where they would put them in these situations where these slimeball people were never supposed to make it out. And they keep finding a way. Keep it would be even cooler. It would be even cooler if they find a way for Logan Paul to pull this out. But either way, no matter who wins, very, very, very eager to see that match. Yeah, um, so let's talk about the less anticipated part of this match. McIntyre winning against Randy Orton, <laughs> being officially McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. I mean, we all saw it coming. But like I said, the story of the chamber really was all the karma of people causing Drew McIntyre to lose to finally reverse in a situation where McIntyre won the chamber finally and won a match to get him a shot at the world title, but of nothing of his own doing. Yeah, I mean, it's totally not- the result of everyone else. Again, not the result that everybody was super happy and super excited to have happen. But at this point, you know, there really was no other choice. There was no other option for Seth at Mania. It couldn't be L.A. Knight. It couldn't be uh, Kevin. Bobby hasn't been on a hot streak. And then Randy and Kevin, obviously, they got their own thing going now with Logan. So we got what we got. It's go- Is it going to be a good match? Absolutely. You're in there sure with Seth. You're, gonna, you're in there with Seth. It's going to be a great match. Seth goes in there, wrestles a broomstick, and makes it five stars. But is, is everyone over the moon for Drew McIntyre? Not really. But it is what it is. We can't We can't sit here and dwell on it. We just got to make the most of it. <laughs> it's not what I want to see that one. <laughs> Oh God, no! Please. No, but it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's good. It's gonna be better if Damian catches in on him. I was gonna be better if Damian yes. catches in on him and okay. does the heist of the century as a repeat at WrestleMania 40 to okay. take that butt off of Drew and start that feud. I'd be much happier about that. Okay, I will be happy if two things happen. If that matches night one, yes. Number one, Priesty cashes in and wins. Yes. Number two. Give us broken dreams at WrestleMania. Give us broken dreams. That might change my whole opinion to Drew, though. I can't hold you if he if he well, get, broken dreams at WrestleMania. I might be a Drew fan for that match. But like, just think of the word. I'm not even gonna sing the song, right? Just broken think of dreams, the words. Drew is a different Drew. Just man. think That's of the words Drew. in your head and think of this storyline for Drew McIntyre. Yo, but yeah, okay, all right. Uh, it's gonna, gotta have a whole change of heart in front of us, dude. Dude, because listen, because listen, all right, listen. If he hit broken dreams, we, I mean, we already think Drew that I don't know about you, but I already expect Drew to win the belt. Did you do you expect Drew to win the belt? Oh, no, no, I expect Drew to win, but here's my thing. I expect Drew to win. I don't necessarily, it wasn't necessarily the match I wanted, but I do expect Drew to win. I expect Seth to get some time off. But I'll tell you this if Drew hits broken dreams at Mania and I, I'm and I'm already expecting him to win, I think that'll be the last straw for me to completely be sold on the new Drew McIntyre. Because no, I- there's things about him that I enjoy. I just wasn't preferring this match. Like, I enjoy the praying for people. I enjoy the condescending attitude. I enjoy this, like, 
all of your misfortunes are lining up perfectly for me. And now I can just rub it in your face after weeks and weeks of you guys telling me that it's my fault and blah, blah, blah. So it's this weird, he's reaching this weird crossroads as a character where he didn't exactly, he's not exactly right. Things are just lining up for him perfectly. Like the misfortune of others is just suddenly leading to his success. He's not doing any of this, but it just so happens he's in the right place at the right time to get right back where he wants to go. And I like that as a bad guy. I like the bad guy that feels right because everything fell into his lap and not necessarily because he's right. That's a great bad guy. No. He's taking broken dreams and making them come true. I'm just going to leave so, it. So to play broken dreams at Mania would be such a full circle that I would have to be like, okay, we got it. We got it. I have to be a true fan. But until that moment, I'm holding out because as much of as, as much as he deserves it and as much of a good match as it's going to be and as much as Seth needs the time off and I expect Drew to win, something in me is like, he's not quite there yet for me. So, think, of the, think of the chamber match. He, he got two eliminations from the help of other people. And this helps. This what, The chamber match does help. The chamber match does help. What, what is another line in that song? You never hear the shot that takes you down. Mm. We, need, we, we need broken dreams. Mm. We need broken dreams. Mm. Now, if they don't play, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I just pitched the perfect reason. That's just the perfect reason. We're clipping that up. That's an amazing reason to bring back broken dreams. Maybe this is all, maybe this is the long game for Drew. Maybe they planned it out this far, man. Maybe this is broken dreams Drew we're about to get back. Like a prime broken dreams Drew. Anyway, uh, we got to move on to the main event. Uh, and of course, we got to put Mommy on top. It was Rhea Ripley in Perth against Nia Jax for the women's title, closing out the show. Uh, Nia, I will say, very impressive, looked amazing. I thought she rose her stock very high. Yes. She, Nia she Jax went in there, did exactly what she was supposed to do. She put on a very Samoa Joe performance. She, if, if it wasn't Perth, I, I think the crowd would have been much more convinced that she could have lost that belt. But I feel as though because they were in Perth, Earth. <laughs> that there was no way, like even in the moments where it looked convincingly, like if you had this match anywhere else in the world, there were key spots in this match that were reflective of other other matches and moments in history where you thought this could be the moment that guy stand down. Yeah, but, this, this was like this was in I don't know Des Moines, Iowa, or I don't know Glasgow, Scotland. You'd have thought for sure for a couple seconds like this could be maybe they are gonna go with Nia because she looks so dominant, and I don't think there was anything that really. There wasn't anything that really turned the turned the tide so much as mommy just found a way in the end, mm-hmm. um, which I got to be honest with you is probably the best way to write it. It doesn't 
it makes Nia Jax take a back seat for a while, mm-hmm. but it builds Rhea Ripley to um it puts Rhea Ripley at the level she needs to be at. Right? Yeah. It elevates Nia to main event status, but it lifts Rhea Ripley to God mode. It reestablishes who Rhea Ripley is before WrestleMania. Because at the same, it creates a clear gap. Let's mm-hmm. say that. It creates a clear gap because I've beaten the person Becky Lynch lost to. If so facto, I should be able to beat Becky Lynch. Yeah. We've now clearly determined that Nia can beat one and cannot beat the other. Clear gap. I see Rhea going over. I don't think a surprise is coming to WrestleMania, but it is very interesting (laughs) that they use Nia to create that gap. Yeah, but that also kind of puts Nia in a tough position because it's like, all right, great. Now we know it's going to be Becky and Rhea. We know Bailey is getting EO. We know Bianca is most likely getting Jade. Tiff is most likely getting her own match with somebody that's not you. Probably Naomi. Where does that leave you? I don't know. I mean, they can't keep running these triple threats, right? Yeah, it no. might be a triple threat for that belt too, right? They can't oh, no. have Nia still. Because I mean, listen, listen, listen. Because if they weren't having so many triple threats, I am all for Nia just not taking no for an answer, showing up on uh, on Raw during the promo with Becky and uh, and Nia, Becky, uh, and, Becky and Becky and Rhea, Rhea mm-hmm. and laying waste to both of them and being like, "F no, you got lucky, and I kicked your ass already." So mm-hmm. I don't care about your place in line. I'm not stopping until I get Rhea Ripley's belt. Mm-hmm. And they take that to a triple threat at WrestleMania. Yeah, but no. that's too many triple threats potentially because if you do The Rock and Roman and Cody, if it ends up that way, that's a triple threat. You already got US triple threat. Now you're going to make a women's triple threat. That's not going to work. That's too many. Yeah, so yeah. it depends. It just depends. It depends. But it, it's, a, it's a tough question. It's the one question we, it's the one cliffhanger we have from her. Is where are all these other high-profile women going to end up on WrestleMania's card? Because everything else has been answered. We know who LA Knight is getting. We know what the U.S. title match is looking like. We know what both the men's matches, as far as the championship matches, are looking like. Um, Potentially, we know what the IC title is looking like. Potentially know what the IC title is looking like. We even potentially know what the tag titles are looking like. We just don't know where all these other high-profile women are falling on the card or where the actual women's tag title belts are going to be either. Because even though Bailey's tied up in this thing with Dakota and them, they're not going to have Bailey pull double duty and win the tag titles, right? So the Kabuki no. Warriors got to be involved in something else. Yeah, and I, so, I feel like um, I'm, not, I'm not even going to touch the Kabuki Warriors thing. That's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it it leaves a couple question marks, but I feel like that's what the next month or so is gonna Answer unravel questions. for us because mm-hmm. we have a we have a good idea of where about eighty percent of WrestleMania is going. Mm-hmm. It's the last twenty percent that's got us kind of stuck in limbo, 
And I feel like that's what these next few weeks of Raw and SmackDown are going to do for us. We're going to figure out where these places All the other go. chips fall. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to figure out where the women are ending up, where the tag titles are ending up, where everything else is. It, it's it's going to work itself out. Definitely. So, in summation, give me uh, your grade for the show and what your thoughts on uh, Triple H's stock are at, seeing Triple H come out before the main event, announce the record-breaking whatever, seeing all the thank you, Hunter signs. Uh, um, so my grade, I'll be honest with you, I'm normally very stingy when it comes to grading. He is. Reviews. He is, notoriously. I'm going to give it a B. Give it a B? Right. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel I feel like I feel like that's no, but I feel like that's fair on my part for me to give it a B. That's I could fair. have been that's I could fair. have been stingy and went oh full Simon Cowell gave it a C C plus. Mm-hmm. No, it, it was there was there was some great stuff there. It wasn't you know start to finish amazing. Mm-hmm. It was better than Clash at the Castle. It's it was better than any Saudi show. You think it was better than Clash at the Castle? Yeah, I think I'll it was better it. than any Saudi show we've ever gotten. I think it was better um, than Clash at the Castle. There was like Clash. one match. At was Clash. Clash where Solo came up? Because that's LA where he Knight. fought Drew, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where Solo came in. And he caused Drew to the belt. So, yeah, but it's still better than Clash. Slightly better than Clash at the Castle. Mm. Better than any Saudi show. It wasn't better than Puerto Rico, in my opinion. No, no, I don't think so. I think and I Puerto Rico and, and I gave one of the and I gave Puerto Rico a, I, I gave Puerto Rico a a minus. Mm-hmm. That's, so I, true. That's true. I gave it an A. I didn't give it the A plus. It's terrible. No, but I'll I'll it, no A plus. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's all right. It's all right. Don't fuck um, with Carlito's music. Um, that's true. That's that'd be the one tidbit, wouldn't it? No, all right, but well, all all things yeah. considered. Solid B for me, maybe even a B plus. Um, I think I give it. I think I give it a B plus. I won't give it an A. It didn't feel like an A, but um, I felt like they did everything they were supposed to do, and maybe had the results been a little more, what's the word, definitive, mm-hmm. I would have been less likely to lower the grade. Had the mm-hmm. end not felt like gimme both times, then I'd have felt, you know what I mean? Had they went a different way with one of the chambers and had yeah. them win clean. But it felt mm-hmm. like both of these were kind of the result of other things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Had Liv not made the idiot decision <laughs> to take out <laughs> the second most powerful person <laughs> While not checking on Becky Lynch, she wouldn't have been knocked out. I feel like that was totally Liv's, Liv's fault. Had Liv just like stepped back for a second and like assessed the situation, but whatever. And then as far as Randy and Logan, like I I gotta tell you, Triple H, that was the swerve for me. Did not see him punching out Randy Orton. Did not have that one in the in the cards. No, that wasn't so, on the bingo card. But again, a gimme for Drew McIntyre, and only because we we've repeated giving the gimme at the end 
Um, I'll give it a B plus, but it was a great show start to finish, even though it was 5 a.m. It was uh, it was quite the quite the good show. It was 5 a.m. for you. It was eight. It was 8 p.m. for me. (laughs) It was. Yeah, yeah, it was 8 p.m. for you. I stood off social media all day. Kind of, I was proud of you. I didn't think you could do it. I didn't think you could pull it off. It was commitment. It was commitment. But um, guys, that's 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 the card. Uh, that was Perth. Perth. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Leave us your comments. Leave us your thoughts. Did you think AJ Styles was going to come in for LA Night? Were you on my level? Uh, do you think the mommy effect is still at large and Rhea's going over in Mania? Uh, like, subscribe, follow us on all the little links at the, at the, at the bottom of the video. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Elimination Chamber Perth, Perth. Review. People have been asking me to be the best in the world. Why? Wait, 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 wait. Before we cut it off. Before we cut it off. We got to do this right. We got to do this right. You got to say the thing. If you don't say the thing, we can't end it. Okay. We going to do it? We got to say the thing. We're going to do it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys stay up. Make sure you guys stay blessed. As and always. as always, stay dangerous. People have been asking me to be the best in the world. Why? Eddie, why? I'm better than you. My eyes are red. Right. I in the back smoking a joint. But then again, you know it. There's a little tidbit. Right. <laughs>